Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Peace Country Musical Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Harcourt. Our co-host, Kurt Furstenworth, could not be here tonight because of the COVID lockdown measures in place still. Uh, tonight, we're interviewing Mickey Bettinson from Heinz Creek. Please welcome Mick, and hopefully you enjoy the episode. Thank you. Okay, we're here with uh, Mick Bettinson from Hines Creek. Uh, Mick, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, Rob. Thanks. Yeah. Thank, thanks for joining us on the show today. Uh, unfor- yeah. Unfortunately, with the uh, COVID lockdown still in place, Kurt cannot be here for this. Okay. Yeah. So, tell us a little bit about yourself, Mick. I was born in uh, Brownville, Alberta. That's where our family was born from. And uh, I'm the youngest of uh, five boys and one sister. So Yeah. And uh, I lived on a farm. We didn't have any power all the time we were down there until we moved to Hines Creek. But uh, we always did listen to the radio, Rob, and, you know, all the country music, everything was on the radio. So then we moved uh 1968. We moved to uh, Hines Creek. Yeah. Then we finally had some power. <laughs> the reason <laughs> I say power because we were playing uh, acoustic stuff then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it was... Uh, it was an interesting growing up because we always had music in the family. Like, uh, there's always something going on, even when we were young. So it's pretty good. So you had the music bug fairly early on in your uh, younger days, then. Yeah, you bet. Yeah, our parents, uh, my dad played, and uh, yeah, we started around six years old, I guess, because it was around the house. We we're just kind of trying to learn a few chords and stuff. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So basically, the whole family is musical then. Yeah, uh, like my dad, he did play, he played guitar and uh, harmonic at the same time. My mom sang, and uh, she was always trying to keep us straight on the harmonies and stuff, so. Yeah. Yeah, everybody played pretty well. Well, from what I know, it paid off, because you guys are, you, you you and your brothers, you sound awesome when you play. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you. I have to thank you for that. Oh, well, you're welcome. You're welcome. So then, your 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 favorite genre is uh, country music. Yeah, it'd be it'd be country. Yeah. Uh, and you like the older that's, that's older what we're style to, to start with, hey? Yeah. So. And and you like the older style of country then, right? Yeah, if we were because uh, we'd listen to the radio. You know, it was it was all old stuff then. Yeah, but then uh, I I loved uh, one into the '60s. I like to listen to the the '60s rock and roll. Oh yeah, and stuff like that. So that's what I liked about that too. So when the Beatles come out, I guess is what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> you didn't have one of those mop top haircuts, did you? I did. You know, I when we when after we got done playing some country there for a few years, and then we went into uh, when I was 13. Is when I started to play. Yeah. I was old enough to get in the band there. And before that, I had to learn on a, I don't know, acoustic, and I learned D, G, and A just like everybody else, and played Little Brown Jug. <laughs> so once I got to play enough, and I was 13 years old, then I made it into the band, my brother's band. Yeah. And uh, did some uh, singing and just played rhythm. Well, that's all right. Guitar for my brothers were playing the leads and stuff like that. So you do a little uh, lead picking now, right? I do now, yeah. Because uh, the, the bands I was in and stuff, I had to learn a little more lead. So I do that. The last few bands I was playing lead and stuff. But 
Nice. Back back then, it was just disfilling for me because I was too young. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of back when, uh, who was your favorite artist or, or group back then? Oh, jeepers! Uh, <laughs> like who who was the you one know, that actually uh, made you really interested in playing music? Well, I would say it would be I was a big Buck Owens fan, Rob. Yeah. Uh, Buck Owens and the Buckaroos back then. Uh, we listened to a lot of them on the radio, eh? Yeah. Cause they're, with their unmistakable sound, like, and style, there's no no better than Buck picking and, and Non Riches there. But yeah. also Merle Hager and Johnny Cash, too, right? So, but yeah. Buck, Buck, I'd say, I would say he was the most favorite for me as far as country. And, uh, no, I mean, I didn't mind Elvis. I wasn't a great big fan, but uh, when the Beatle Harmony come out there, uh, I was a Beatles fan, so that's when they grew my hair a little bit longer <laughs> and got crazy like everybody else. <laughs> so were were the Beatles uh, basically your idol then? As far as the rock and roll, yeah, like for like sixties rock, right? That's when everybody was doing the twists and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. They would be the ones for me. I still like them to this day. Oh nice. Yeah. And the Beach Boys, we did listen to them too, but uh, the Beatles they were the number one for me. Yeah. How do you like the uh, do your songs? <laughs> how do you like the modern country? Yeah, yeah, it's a more upbeat country, right? Uh, it's it's good. I mean, I like anything right from Ray Price to Midland, but I like all kinds of music, put it that way, right? So, but uh, is, yeah, it's it's a more upbeat. Uh, it's quite different from the classic, right? Oh yeah, definitely. So, but yeah, uh, so, I I never turn down any music. It's, it's all good to me. It's all I've ever known. <laughs> well, yeah, that's right. So nowadays, who do you listen to the most? Or is it still still the older groups that you like to listen to? Like I say, like, no, I listen to a lot, a lot of modern country because we were running a few when we were playing and stuff. But, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I would. I like, I still like uh, Merle Haggard yet. He's old. But uh, I can get into uh, like Midland and, and, and the new newer groups are awesome. Mm-hmm. Sweet. So you're good. You were saying that your first instrument was the acoustic guitar, right? Yeah, that's what I learned on. Yeah, but my my first actual guitar yeah. was a bell tone uh, from Sears Sears catalog. <laughs> Simpson and Sears that's and Roebuck. Right. Yeah, Sears and Roebuck, and uh, my brother Adrian. He had my grandpa's fiddle, but Murray, he was. Older, next oldest brother. He was playing lead back then. He had a silver tone Sears guitar, <laughs> and Leonard had a Sears bass, and Terry had the Sears drums. Like, because uh, we had no power back then when we first got that stuff. Yeah. In the '67 and '65, and uh, we actually went over to the local hall to plug in, and so we could practice. Oh yeah. And at home, we just we just used the acoustics and then uh, went over there and practiced so we could go play for a dance. <laughs> <laughs> Later on, we upgraded to Fender though, Fender equipment. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah, we were in the big time then. Good name, Fender. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, what other instruments do you play other than the acoustic and the electric guitar? Do you play bass or or, or like yeah, I played. I can play some. Yeah, I played bass and I drum for a while. Uh, when I was playing with uh, England Overdrive, played a year with them. I have drums and bass and guitar, basically. Oh, I have yeah. lead guitar. Yeah. 
How many bands have you played? How many bands? Yeah. I was in, oh, and then we had, and then I was in a Wild Honey band, and and then Rocky Top, and I played uh, with Inglewood Overdrive for a year there. Yeah. And uh, then there was the new Comets, like because the Comets stopped for a little bit there, and then uh, we had another guy come in, so we called it the new Comets. <laughs> and then it was in the Cool Water and. Uh, one of the last bands I played for, and also played with the Mosquito Creek too for about a year. Mosquito Creek, I've never heard of that one. Oh, that that's uh, the girls from uh, Brownville, and had uh, two awesome daughters playing with their mother. Yeah, we had a good time for a year there. Nick and still plays, and they're awesome. The harmony is just <laughs> they, they just come so naturally. Girls and mother, right? Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, they can. They're still playing. And they love the old classic too, so right. they worked out good. So, what what what's your favorite memory of playing in in all these bands? My favorite memory, uh, oh, I would say I had a couple here. But when I first started with my brothers, I remember uh, being stuck in the back of a seat of a 1956 Pontiac <laughs> uh, in the back seat with the drums with my brother Terry. Yeah. And the two older brothers in the front seat with their girlfriends and the guitars and the amplifiers in the trunk and going to play for a dance. <laughs> we got uh, kind of crammed in the back seat. It was fun. <laughs> but uh, Brother Terry, he recalled one time uh, we were coming across Dunvegan after a dance and it was in the fog was so bad. Rob uh, Leonard had his head out one side of the window and uh, Murray had his head. Uh, Head out the other side, and they're trying to find the road in the middle. It was pretty scary coming across there. Wow, that is pretty thick when you got to stick your head out the window. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> but my I, my favorite memory, I think, Rob, if I had to pick one, guess it had to be memory of being able, you know, being fortunate enough to be able to teach and play with my five grandkids, Daryl and Dennis and and Shawnee and Ty and Nels. Got to teach him some, but also got to, a chance to play with him. Uh, that's awesome. That'd be my favorite memory, I think. That's right. I, I remember uh, a, a few years in a row, you were, uh, yeah, Daryl was playing in a band with you. And I remember uh, Dennis being up on stage. You taught him how to play bass. And, yeah. I, and I think the last the last memory I have of you guys playing at George Lake, uh, I think it was you and Ty. Ty was playing that, uh, the box drum or whatever it's called. No, but the, the grandkids, uh, Nels plays bass now and Ty played with us there and Shawnee did some singing at the Jamborees and stuff. Yeah. And Dennis also gets played at George Lake lots of us. So that, that's where I got, I was lucky to get to play with all those kids. Nice. You know, nice. The, that they learn and stuff. It's uh, not everybody gets to do that with their grandkids. No, that's right, and that's what I think are pretty lucky over the years, right? Yeah, you can you get to play with lots of musicians, but that's right. Your grandkids growing up, yeah, get them interested awesome. in music too. That's that's perfect. So, where was your favorite place to play? Did you did you have a favorite venue, like a um, say like a fall dance, say out at Berwyn, was that your favorite one? Or a New Year's Eve gig, say in Heinz Creek, was that your favorite place to play? The New Year's ones were the big dance. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, yeah, you, know, you got an awesome big crowd and stuff like that. But also, you know, the, the weddings are, you know, 
a little smaller venue, but uh, you had a lot of fun there too. It was just as long as you were playing, we played from uh, high level to uh, Fort St. John, and you know, and it was kept us pretty busy. But uh, graduations and stuff were awesome. Oh that's, yeah, that's something too. Graduations are big, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, a few weddings that we played for too. That's another yeah. story, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, awesome. Um, I know. Any um, advice to young musicians starting out? Well, you know, I've I've always said, uh, you know, a world without music. I can't imagine it. I can't imagine that was a line I had in when I wrote a song for my wife and I had one line in there said, can't imagine a world without music. And I think it's good for everybody. Uh, it'd be a pretty dull world without music. Well, it's been pretty I dull. I think if they get a chance to play or, you know, it's a good pastime, nobody can really take it away from you. Uh, it's, you know, it can be settling and uh, it's awesome if you're sitting there. It gives you a break from the modern day world, right? It does. You, you kind of get your mind off it. Yeah, you can get rid of stress and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a it's a good deal. Through the years, uh, I played you know drums, bass, and lead guitar. Yeah, and stuff. But uh, you know, my wife and I we were married very young, uh, Rob. I gotta say, and I want to say I wouldn't have had any you know the life of music. Yeah, that I have enjoyed if it wasn't for the love and support from her, my wife, Barb, who yes. wrote, wrote out every song I ever sang. Oh. <laughs> I got so I couldn't remember where she, but she uh, wrote every song I ever sang and wrote all the ones I wrote. She rewrites out for me. And uh, I'm very lucky to have somebody just to support like that. That's, that's Sometimes, dedication. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, it was good. Most of the bands now, I just sing and, and played lead guitars at the last. So yeah, well, that's no, all right I, too, eh? It, I think if you got a chance to play, you should play. No, don't you agree? I agree. I agree. You I know, like you're saying, uh, advice to somebody. Yeah, take up the guitar. It's relaxing. Take up, take up something, right? And it won't take very long for the ends of your fingers to get calluses on them, so you won't hurt anymore. Actually, <laughs> well, your fingers will get tough after a while. Yeah, but, uh, they will get used to it. Yeah, you do meet a lot of uh, a lot of good people in the music industry, right? You yeah. know that yourself. I mean, yeah, you know whether it's at a, a jamboree or, like you said, a function you're playing for or something. Yeah, and you you kind of try and remember all those. Everybody says, "Yeah, you played for me. You played for me," and. Uh, <laughs> It's pretty hard to remember, but <laughs> they remember us playing. So, no, no that's important, right? So, especially somebody who's been married 30, 40 years, and they come up to yeah. you and say, "Yeah, I remember you guys played for our yeah, wedding." Yeah, I'm like, "Wow, well, you remember yeah. that?" <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. it has a little ups and downs, you know yourself, but I mean, I think the joy you get out of playing music, you can't beat it. Oh, that's right. It, it's a yeah. joy that you can't find anywhere else. Oh no! Now I just play in my basement a little bit, but. Uh, that was a lot of years on the road anyway. That's right, too. You've uh, done some COVID videos and put them on uh, <laughs> Facebook as well. Uh, <laughs> that's what I call them, COVID videos, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, I wrote a few COVID songs, but I'll keep them to myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, for anybody listening, if you want to check it out, Mick Batten's then has some COVID songs and COVID original <laughs> songs. Yeah. 
If you can hear them, I want to hear them. You can hear them on the Highland Beer House yeah. uh, Facebook page. <laughs> nice. Well, thank you for joining me tonight, Mick. Thank you for having me, Rob. Uh, I appreciate your interest, and uh, yeah, I look forward to hearing the. Well, Anybody else you interview, it's awesome. Music, music, you got to have music. Or exactly. You don't have nothing, the way I look at it. Exactly. And and right now we can't play for the people, so I thought, you know, this would be a, a, a way to bring some of the musicians to the forefront again uh, for the fans because not everybody knows everything about us. You know, some small quirk that somebody didn't know, now they do know. You know? Yeah. They, they find it interesting, I, I think. Oh, I think it's awesome what you guys are doing. You we've know, we've had the, some good feedback with it, so. Good, good. No, you keep it up because you're right. I mean, uh, you don't know about half of these. Eh? Like when we uh, were playing, if I got a few minutes yet. Yeah. You know, people, it was bands like uh, when we first started. Um, bands that, it, you know, kind of give us some oh, a reason to play. We were, you know, there was the Ventures from Manning. They were playing a little bit before us, and and the Beachcombers were from Fairview. My brother told me about them. They started playing some uh, Beach Boy stuff and Venture stuff. And that was Bernie Zinzelmeyer when he had that, and uh, I think a Becker. Oh and yeah, Celine's from Spirit River. So you know, kind of gives you a reason to. They were awesome, and uh, it kind of kept us going too. A reason to play and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, been, there's a ton of music in the Peace Country. And every every generation uh, makes the next generation yeah. want to do the same yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which yeah. is good. We need the music. Hope we can get playing it again, eh? Uh, I'm hoping so too. So a little more steady than playing to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Might have to do but some. The Highland thing is good. You get to put a few tunes out, and uh, it gives you something to do for sure. That's right, sir. Yeah, well, well, excellent. Like I said, thank you again for joining me. Uh, we appreciate uh, all the bands that you've been in before, and we appreciate all the support for the for the bands that you've given throughout the years. Perfect, man. Thanks for giving me a call here. You're very welcome. You take care and have a really good evening. Okay. Yeah, thanks a lot, Rob. You're welcome. Stay cool. You too, man. That's it for another episode of Peace Country Musical Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Harcourt, and join me next time when we interview another amazing musician from the Peace Country. Thank you, and bye for now.